Now, Nevada Real Estate Radio. You'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Nevada Real Estate Radio. What a nice day to tune in to our radio show today. You're probably at home sitting poolside, maybe out in the backyard having some Mai Tais, maybe a smoothie, or you're maybe at your home gym working out because we are all under the coronavirus. So I don't get to talk to my friends or my family members hardly, even the postman. We don't get close to each other. We do everything from a distance. A lot more yelling nowadays, a lot more shouting nowadays because you don't want to get too close to people. Well, at least not by the current consensus of our government. But I'm hoping that changes soon. Before long, we'll be back to a full studio of guests so we can see people face to face, talk about the things that we love, like real estate in northern Nevada. But let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, I am not letting this little tiny virus push me around. I am continuing with Nevada Real Estate Radio. Like many businesses across the state and country, we're open and we're doing great things. Today, it's no different. I have two outstanding guests that are joining me on the radio today. Ernie Neal will be joining us later in the show. Ernie is a top-notch realtor at Remax Complete in Sparks. Also joining us, Trevor Smith is going to give us an update on the real estate market in Incline Village on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Stay tuned. SageINTL.com sparks and fuels the entrepreneurial spirit by providing the strategies, information, education, tools, resources, and ongoing support services which lay a solid foundation under the business owner's dream. Sign up for their free monthly newsletter at SageINTL.com. That's SageINTL.com. And we're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Great day to tune into our show today. More and more people I know are calling Sage International than ever before. Why is that? It's because of Sherry Hill. She's the wealth protection diva, a premier business strategist, top-rated business instructor, national speaker, master connector. If you've got a business, if you're starting a business, if you need to improve your business, if you need to restart your business, call Sherry Hill, president at Sage International, 1-800-254-5779. Learn more about Sherry Hill at sageintl.com. With me in the studio via telephone, Ernie Neal, realtor extraordinaire at Remax Complete. Welcome to our show, Ernie. Hello, Peter. That's it? That's You've been waiting all that time to say just that? I'm uh, waiting for the go-ahead here. Well, you got the go-ahead, my friend, because... A lot of people, when this coronavirus thing hit and the businesses started to shut down temporarily or however long, right? Some of them are still there. They're wondering if real estate is going to go into the tank like it did back in the 2005, 6, 7, 8, 9 era. Ernie, what's your thought on that? My thought is uh, not uh, uh, anywhere near that. There are people still buying real estate. There's still the people still listing their places. And uh, there are houses that are moving. Uh, Escrows are uh, being closed as we speak. The title companies are still open. Uh, Well, there are some restrictions. Of course, they are closed uh, for anybody coming in. They they will hand us paperwork, and they will uh, get the signings done with the clients. But uh, the realtors aren't there. We're not uh, not as... uh, close contact as we were uh lenders are still out there and they are uh, uh very happy to loan money for qualified people and uh, so uh i have uh, kind of experienced a leveling off of prices but i haven't really seen the prices drop and it is my uh prediction of course i'm an internal optimist but it's my prediction that uh, uh with the warmer weather, which is coming right now, uh, we're going to see prices increase. Uh, they're not going to exactly jump up, but they are going to increase. There are people coming into town on a daily basis for work. There's plenty of work here. And uh, uh, the employers, uh, they can't get enough help. So uh, 
uh, more people will be coming in, and anybody who's been driving around town at all has noticed this uh, vast uh, uh, apartment building uh, projects that are going all corners of Reno's Parks area. Mm-hmm. Well, those so, apartments those apartments mean new people coming to Northern Nevada, more people, people finding opportunity for themselves and for their families in Northern Nevada. Hey, you can't you can't take anything away from somebody who wants to improve their life. Uh, as long as, right, improving your own life involves improving the lives of other people that are around you, that help you get to where you want to go. Uh, you know, as much as we like to talk about the real estate world, Ernie, as about things, property, a house, the wood, the concrete, whatever it takes to build a house, it still is more about people than it is about things, about real estate. And if you're moving to a community, there's new people that you're going to be meeting, people that have lived there where you're going for 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, maybe all their lives. I think we need to always, Ernie, consider that which is already in place and the respect that people have for that which is already in place. As an example, I look at the open space in and around the McCarran Loop. And I drive by the east side of the McCarran Loop where the agriculture area, all that open space from the University of Nevada's agricultural property sits now. Beautiful birds, cows, green pastures. You know, that's all going to be gone soon. Yes, it is. Uh, it's my understanding that the... Uh particularly the downtown or uh, the, the property uh, they have for the experimental farms near the uh, uh, fairgrounds, rodeo grounds, is, uh, is going to be moved to the uh, uh, east, east end of town uh, over by Sparks. And, and that, that experimental facility will be moved uh, somewhere. I've heard uh, very soon. Well, very, I, very soon you, yeah. you don't have any specific dates, but very soon they do. Yeah, well, the way it's looking like to me, Ernie, before long they're going to move it to Utah. Oh, uh, well, it might be. <laughs> That's a little far. I but, think so. Uh, yeah, the Elko maybe. But, but that, that seems – the, the challenge for me, Ernie, is that our city – I want to say leaders, but I'm better off to say our city representatives – seem to have no regard for our city limit open space within the city. I get the feeling that our city representatives don't want to see any dirt anywhere they go within the city limits. They want to see concrete. They want to see Kentucky bluegrass that somebody's planted for their lawn. They want to see blacktop or driveways or roads. But very little regard for open space. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm looking for some help here. Does anybody care about open space where we live here in and around the Truckee Meadows? Well, we don't have room for a uh, Central Park like they have in New York City. But, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I care about open space. That river corridor is very important to, uh, uh, to all of us and, me in particular, I bicycled and jogged every inch of that corridor going from downtown all the way to Vista. Yes. And, um, I, I think that's uh, something that will be preserved. I'd, uh, I'd like to see more. Well, you know, I, I love that area myself, Ernie, and I've ridden that corridor on my bicycle too. However, uh, least recent reports uh, are showing me that uh, there's not much space there anymore because that's where the new homeless camp encampments are being moved to. Well, we, uh, we, we the, I don't think that they're addressing the problem uh, well enough. Uh, there's uh, uh, a lot of uh, a lot of things that the homeless people are uh, uh, doing. They can get help if they want it. A lot of them don't want the help. They want to camp wherever they can. A lot of them are from California, where they got no rules uh, for them whatsoever. They can set up a camp in somebody's doorway if they want in California, and that's uh, that's a shame. Uh, that needs to be addressed, and uh, people 
they need help. A lot of them are refusing the help, and a lot of them are camping and encroaching on uh, civilians. In fact, uh, there's this crime uh, committed by these people, and many of them, and uh, it needs to be addressed. Yes, it does. So I am asking uh, you, Ernie, all of my radio listeners now, if you have concerns about the open space issues, the homeless issues, whatever issues they may be in northern Nevada, when they come to real estate, it's not just about the price and the availability. It's the environment that we're putting our real estate in. Our city representatives have got to do a better job of listening to the established residents in northern Nevada that like things kind of the way they are. We can understand a little bit of growth. We can understand a few more housing developments and maybe a little more traffic. But when it continues to be encouraged without any sort of control or throttle, we're only asking for major, major problems in the future. As more people come to northern Nevada, as there more is more congestion everywhere you go in northern Nevada. I mean, think of this, ladies and gentlemen. We're being asked to comply with social distancing. How can we do social distancing when we overpopulate our city? There is only so much space. There are only so many homes. There is only so much square footage available per person in northern Nevada that allows us to be comfortable. If we pack it in tight, it's not going to be nice to live here anymore. I suggest our city representatives take the fact that people live here already and enjoy the lifestyle as it is. I suggest they take that into consideration when they're looking to approve the new multi-thousand residence areas like Daybreak. We're going to be talking with Ernie Neal more about the real estate market in northern Nevada now that I'm done talking about Open space. If you have any questions about our radio show, want more information, visit our website, nevadarealestateradio.com. We'll be back after this. I'm Scott Kelly, and I'm running for re-election to the Washoe County School Board. I visit our schools and meet educators, support staff, and students every day. This shapes how I voted on the school board and my student-first decision-making process. It's why I approved a 3% raise for teachers, because a quality teacher is the most important part of the classroom. It's why I approved renovations at every school, with a focus on security upgrades that keep staff, students, and visitors safe. I've cut inefficiency from Washoe County School District's budget while protecting funding for counseling, libraries, and music, because these are very important to a student's overall education. Lastly, I voted against increasing classroom sizes because that did not put students first. And I voted against the former superintendent's contract, which I felt was too much. You can learn more at www.scottgkelly.com. Please support my re-election. Vote Scott Kelly for school board. SageINTL.com sparks and fuels the entrepreneurial spirit by providing the strategies, information, education, tools, resources, and ongoing support services which lay a solid foundation under the business owner's dream. Sign up for their free monthly newsletter at SageINTL.com. That's SageINTL.com. You're tuned in to Nevada Real Estate Radio. We are in our 15th year of weekly broadcasts, helping people make great decisions when it comes time to buy or sell Real estate. When I launched this radio show, I was in the real estate world, but not as a realtor. I was a mortgage lender, and I know the value that a great mortgage lender brings to any real estate transaction. Not all mortgage lenders are created equal, and when you have a tough real estate transaction in place, and they're almost all tough nowadays, you want to make sure that you have an outstanding, experienced, trusted mortgage advisor. That's why I recommend Brian Cushing part of the Cushing team at Guild Mortgage here in northern Nevada. It's incredible the work they do to help people find homes, find the right kind of financing. The right loan can save you thousands of dollars over the course of a term of a loan. The wrong loan could hold you back. Want to find out what your best options are? Call Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. You can reach him at 775-453-0345. And Brian's NMLS ID number is 303 
800-242-0045. All of his information is on our website, NevadaRealEstateRadio.com. Tell him Peter sent you with me in the studio via telephone. Ernie Neal, realtor extraordinaire at REMAX Complete in Sparks, Nevada. Ernie, you guys are just right off I-80 at Vista. Any closer, you'd be in Fernley. That's correct. But that's still 30 miles. Yeah, it's still 30 miles from where you are. But, I mean, it's a quick zip when you head in that direction. And after 30 minutes later, your median home prices are about $100,000 or more less than they are in Reno and Sparks. That is true. Fernley, you get more bang for the buck. And Fernley's got that open space that I like, Ernie. What do you think? A lot of open space out that way. And uh, if you uh, you like the beauty of the uh, Nevada desert, uh, you have it right out there. So, yeah, you're... Uh, you're out into the wilderness in uh, just uh, 10 minutes anywhere in Fernley. How do you feel about open space in general when we talk about quality of life? Well, let's talk about open space as it re- uh, uh, refers to our uh, current situation with the uh, coronavirus. There you go. Now, let me uh, take, take you back in a little history here. Back in uh, 1861, the start of the Civil War, uh, hospitals were... Uh, small uh, affairs, and the uh, the actual uh, uh, patients, uh, just a few uh, that they were able to take care of. And uh, when the first Battle of Bull Run took place, uh, Clara Barton had started uh, uh, putting hospitals together in buildings that were uh, 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 capable of accommodating a lot more. However, when the first battle of Bull Run occurred, there were so many casualties that they overflowed out of the buildings, and the soldiers were actually cared for in the in the open, out the out in the daylight. There was no, in fact, they didn't even have enough tents to cover them. And they found an interesting statistic on this: the soldiers who were treated outside recovered much more quickly than the soldiers who were treated inside. Now, uh, let's go to World War I, and uh, the, uh, uh, the virus, the Spanish virus, that took place in 1918-1919. Uh, 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 once again, the hospitals were, uh, uh, they were much better by then. However, they were in no, cap- no way capable of... Uh, accommodating the vast number of uh, stricken uh, individuals. And once again, those individuals who were in the overflow were actually treated outside. They they started by putting tents up, and then they didn't even have any more tents. And uh, many of the people were treated in the open air. That same statistic arose. The people who were treated outside recovered more quickly. And uh, we have a governor here uh, who, uh, in his infinite wisdom, closed down the golf courses in the national parks. That's (laughs) the very place that you can go to be out in the sunlight and uh, be out and recover more quickly. Yeah. And uh, uh, so uh, my advice, and I'm not a doctor, I'm just a lay person. But I've enjoyed excellent health in my 75 years on this earth. And uh, my recommendation is uh, if you can get out, get out into the sunlight. Uh, Here's another little factor on the coronavirus. Uh, It has about a half-life of six hours on an interior surface. And uh, that means after six hours, then it's got another half-life of three hours and then down to an hour and a half. Well, that's the best part of the day. However, in the direct sunlight, the coronavirus has a half-life of two minutes. <laughs> so uh, get outside and breathe some air and uh, maybe give a governor a pink slip because he's making a mistake by keeping people inside. So, Ernie, I've heard a lot of people in Nevada asking this question. When will Governor Newsom allow Nevada to reopen? Well, <laughs> that is a problem. Uh, I think Governor Newsom's going to open up before our governor does. You know, when you look at uh, uh, 
eloquence, the ability to communicate well with your constituents, with your supporters, your fans, your radio listeners. I, I think Governor Newsom is a great communicator. All right, I'll give him that much. I think we yeah. have a challenge in uh, the southern part of Nevada with good communication. You know, Ernie, something that instills confidence, optimism, you know, an outlook for a better future. I think that's all that we're looking for. Absolutely. So, Ernie, as really? we as we look at you know our past, when you when you've got as many years behind yourselves as you and I do, uh, you know, experience does count. Longevity does count because when you experience different things throughout your life, you have a much more realistic look, I believe, as what's, what is going on in the present. I've looked at so many issues in my life of over 60 years that have really brought down the economy, really brought down the political system, really brought down local communities, national communities. A variety of things have happened over the course of that amount of time. America has always bounced back, and not just bounced back to where it was, Ernie. I mean bounced back bigger than ever. That's one of the reasons. Bounced back and prospered. Yeah. Absolutely. I am encouraging people at this time, regardless of what any media says, look for opportunity in whatever way you can. Now, you have opportunities to help others. That's a great opportunity. You have an opportunity to help your family, to help yourself, to, right, you, if you can go positive or negative and it's only a matter of your choice, why go negative? Think about the good things that are in the future. So, Ernie, one of the things I think about as far as good things that come out of this negative situation that we are in is this. I believe that we will not have nearly the amount of foreclosures or missed payments or you know negative issues regarding people's ability to continue to pay their mortgages. It won't be nearly as bad as it was in 2006, 7, 8, 9, etc. But there is going to be some fallout. There has to be at least one family or two that are not going to be able to continue, that may decide that they have to short sale their home. Not everybody, but there might be a small percentage. It would behoove you if you are able to pick up some of that impro- some of that property on an investment purpose, maybe help somebody else, right? Rent it out to somebody. Maybe rent it out to the former owners if they need a place to live and just can't afford the mortgage payment. There's so many things that you can do. Opportunity. Ernie, are you jazzed? for some opportunity as we move further into 2020. Absolutely. We're uh, ready, ready, willing, and able to uh, move forward. Anybody, in fact, right now, we can still, we can still uh, show houses. We, uh, we have some restrictions that the houses occupy, but uh, the houses that are currently vacant, not rented, uh, we can definitely show those. And, uh, so uh, yeah, we're up and running. Somebody and that is, I believe, earn- I believe uh, our state's got to be opened up at least within two weeks. Oh, absolutely, uh, absolutely. Uh, you know, in my mind, Ernie, in my mind, because of the work you do and the work I do, we're already open. We're already encouraging people to continue to move forward. Look at that real estate transaction. But let me tell you, I think there are some good opportunities out there. I would imagine, Ernie, that if somebody was looking to sell their home. Right now, maybe they got into contract before the coronavirus hit, or maybe they knew this was the time, regardless of whatever the world's going on, they had to sell their home. Somebody who's looking to sell their home right now may be offering a great opportunity to a potential real estate investor if you're willing to take a little bit of a chance, right? Most people right now aren't thinking about investing because we're in the middle of the coronavirus. But just think of the opportunities, Ernie. Give me an idea of what might be out there. Well, there's uh, there there are several condominiums uh, that uh, say a first-time home buyer might qualify for uh, uh, our our mid-range, uh, our mid-price right now. Median price is around four hundred thousand, and I don't believe it's dropped down. Maybe it could have just a little bit, but mostly it stayed level over this period of time over the last six weeks. And, uh, you know, the statistics aren't in yet, but uh, I would say uh, now is a good time to buy because uh, 
uh, all these people that are coming into town, uh, many of them are going to be able to uh, buy homes, and uh, they're going to want to buy them pretty quickly. And the prices, I believe, are going to uh, increase, uh, particularly in the last two uh, quarters of this year. Yeah, surprisingly, many of the realtors and lenders I'm talking to up to this point, Ernie, have been pretty busy this year. Uh, I think the desire to buy real estate doesn't come and ebb and flow with uh, uh, things like the coronavirus. People still have to have a place to live. We still want to improve our lifestyles for our families, for our friends, and for ourselves. And many times, improving our living conditions could be the very best way to do that. Ernie Neal, you're a great realtor, a good friend, outstanding friend, uh, somebody that really is reliable, and that's one of the big things that I recommend if you're interviewing a realtor. Find somebody that's always there when you need them, returns your calls, has the information you need. I've always found that to, to be one of the best qualities of my friend, Ernie Neal from REMAX Complete. Thanks for being with us today. Thank you, Peter. Thanks for having me on board. Any final thoughts for our listeners in case they're undecided about buying or selling? Uh, well, uh, take a look at the prices. Uh, uh, go see Brian. Uh, uh, get a hold of Brian. In fact, I have his contact information as well. And uh, get him to pre-approve you. So we're looking for the uh, right price point for you. Not too high, not too low. And... Uh, uh, Take a look at what's out there. Take a look at your uh, ability to uh, uh, make a, a mortgage payment. Uh, you know, Brian will uh, find exactly what mortgage payment for a specific house would be. And uh, I think now is the time to invest because prices, in my opinion, are going to be creeping up here in the third and fourth quarters of the year. Thank you for that great information, Ernie Neal from REMAX Complete. Look forward to talking with you again soon. Okay, thank you, Peter. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team right here on 1180 AM Radio. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of homeownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio, Thursday, 3 p.m. on 1180 AM Radio. Nevada Real Estate Radio. Guild Mortgage Company is an equal housing lender. Company NMLS number 3274. NV Banker number 1076. NV Broker number 1141. Brian Cushing NMLS number 303045. Telephone number 775-453-0345. Located in 6990 South McCarran Boulevard, Suite 200. Reno, Nevada, 89509. All loans subject to underwriter approval. Terms and conditions may apply. Subject to change without notice. There is risk in owning investment real estate in your personal name. Sage International Incorporated, a local business, has been helping new and seasoned real estate investors with their real estate investment strategy by forming LLCs, series LLCs, and corporations for over 23 years to protect their real estate assets. Call 775-786-5515 for a free 30-minute consultation. That's 775-786-5515. Call Sage International. Hey, we're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Good day to stay tuned to our radio show today because we're talking with industry experts in the world of real estate all across northern Nevada. So you can find out what you should do. Think about what you should do when we all get back to work. But, you know, the reality is many of us never left work. Many of us did come back to work right away. Some of the hardest people I know, they look like they hardly ever work. These people are realtors, always, always working, yet they look like they're never working because it looks so easy. But having been a former mortgage lender and worked with so many realtors over the course of my mortgage career, I know how challenging it can be. And it can be very challenging, especially when you have something going against you like a bad economy, a dropping housing market, a pestilence like the coronavirus. You've got to be a real pro to make it happen, to keep going forward, because these things come and go. Well, today we're talking with an outstanding realtor friend of mine that we've done some things in the past, business and deals that have closed very well. He's doing a great job right here in Nevada, Incline Village. His name is Trevor Smith from Coldwell Banker Select. Welcome to our radio show, Trevor. Thank you. 
Appreciate it, Peter. Well, listen, I appreciate all the work you do uh, in your area. It's got to be a real challenge with all of this corona uh, shutdown business because uh, you have a lot of entrepreneurs, I'm sure, working in your area, business owners living in your area. Um, and sometimes you would think that when business goes sideways or you need to tend to emergency situations, it can put a hiccup in the closing of real estate transactions. I mean, it's already complicated enough as it is. Give us a little indication, Trevor, of how it's been these first couple of months of the corona wave going in the Incline Village area. Well, it's, uh, you know, we had a low inventory situation, so we were already challenged there just for the number of listings. We had more buyers looking than there were things for sale. Um, We rolled into this, uh, you know, isolation with seven properties under contract in a town that had, you know, maybe 32. Mm -hmm. And so I, I think we were kind of in a bubble on our, on our own, but, you know, the challenges are many. You've got you know, obviously the small bar owners, restaurant owners, uh, pretty much every business here was kind of isolated and, and really struggling. So, you know, not necessarily as much as maybe Reno, but, um, or surrounding areas, but it's, it's had a pretty dramatic effect on the, the market. Um, I think, you know, it, it becomes almost impossible even trying to do virtual showings, you know, people still want to see things in person. So until you get to that point, um, you know, maybe you close the stuff that you had, but then now stuff in the pipeline on the other end. Now, you know, you still got sellers that want to sell. Mm-hmm. You've still got buyers that want to buy. But if they're coming from California, which is where most of our buyers are, you know, they may not be able to get here or they can't come and stay. So it's, uh, you know, it's a matter of time before we see what the effects are in the market. And it'll be interesting. I think there might be a surge when we when we unleash everybody. Mm-hmm. And they can come back out and you know stay overnight at the Hyatt and and you know come visit and and all of that. I think we're going to see a lot of activity and you know maybe there's a huge wave of demand that hasn't gotten here yet. But I think in the near term, you know, I think you're you're challenged. You're very challenged, right? It's it's hard to do all this stuff virtually. I mean, yeah. we're doing a great job of it, I think, as an industry. But you know, there's still a lot of stuff that still you know we'll still see what happens. I guess is my feeling. Well, you know, we're still social creatures. As human beings, we want to interact with people. We'd like to know the people we're dealing with face-to-face. It's a, uh, it's a primal instinct, I, I think, Trevor, in the fact that we have to have trust with the people that we're working with, especially when it's, you know, in the old days, in caveman days, it was probably life-and-death situations that we were trusting others about. Now, when we're trusting people with what probably is the biggest financial transaction of our life, people in the real estate world have to know just how important that face-to-face contact or the ability to do that, how it truly is really critical. I'm hopeful that our governor will listen to the pleas of the people that have called them. I'm one of them saying, please, Mr. Governor, open up business in Nevada. At the very least, start with northern Nevada. We don't have nearly the cases and issues with the coronavirus here that other metropolitan areas do. Last count I had, Trevor, was something like 28 deaths in northern Nevada. Yeah, so it's a small number. You know, it's um, I'm the president of the Incline Village Board of Realtors this year. So, I, you know, sometimes to some degree, I guess it's, uh, you know, you're in the right place at the right time, you hope. But one of the messages that we've had in a resort area like ours is, Look, stay home, right? Respect the governor's, you know, orders and let's let's get through this. And, you know, I think we're there. I think we have, you know, in our town specifically, we have very few cases, right? But that's that doesn't mean that it's safe for everyone to run around tomorrow. But I think we're getting really close. And I think uh, the message that we've been trying to deliver to the public is, you know, let's be smart about this. Let's follow the rules. Let's stay home. And the sooner we do that, the sooner we get out of this and we can do what we want to do. You bet. Last count was uh, most people that I've talked to anyway, Trevor, they're saying, hey, listen, I'm going to hold out until the end of April. But come May, I'm getting itchy going outside. We'll see what happens. But regardless, I'm encouraging everybody to stay healthy and stay positive about what's coming in the future. Trevor, I'm very optimistic about what I'm hearing and what I'm seeing in the numbers. And I think if somebody can find a unique opportunity now because of the 
issues with the coronavirus, I think somebody's going to remember 2020 as maybe one of the best opportunities to buy real estate. What are your thoughts on buying during this time of the year with all that's going on? Yeah, I, you know what? I think it's, uh, it's like you said, if you can find the right opportunity. I mean, let, you, know, you know this from lending. When are you going to find rates lower than this? They, it's not going to, I mean, it could, but we're not talking about any significant difference. They're as low as they're going to get for the most part. So that's a unique opportunity. And then you always have people that need to sell, right? There's still a number of people in our area that still need to sell. They want to sell. They want to do something else or they're, they're done. You know, they don't use their second home. And so there are opportunities. There's always opportunities, right? If you know where to look and that's really where, most of our buyers are right now saying, look, you know, tell us what, what, when, and where, and we're ready to move. Mm -hmm. And it's an interesting opportunity, I think, from a timing standpoint, because you have a lot of people that are saying, well, we should wait. But the problem is if you wait, everybody else waits. And then a month from now, two months from now, there's a flood of activity and everything that you wanted is now gone. So I think the smart buyers are really taking advantage of this and saying, look, you know, I'll look, I'll be smart, I'll, I'll pick the right thing, but I think there are opportunities. If you're, if you're working with someone that's astute and has connections, they can leverage that and find you the right deals right now. And we always want to help other people in our world. That's what, again, makes us social creatures. But, you know, a lot of us think that, oh, if we find this great deal now during, you know, the trouble that is going on with the coronavirus, uh, you know, maybe some people might feel guilty about getting such a good deal, right, taking advantage of others. When in reality, Trevor, the people that need to sell, they need to sell. They've got reasons for needing that money. It's either because they're helping someone else out or they're in a time of their life when they need that cash that they've put into the equity of their home. So you could really be helping somebody tremendously if you step forward and take a little bit of a chance right now. If you've been thinking about buying a second home, investment property, or a primary residence, I mean, Incline Village. What a beautiful place. Trevor, explain to our listeners that don't know much about Incline Village just a little bit about what Incline has to offer. So, you know, it's a, a planned community that has amenities. So one of the unique things about our area is we have three private beaches. So that's a big draw. You also have two golf courses, a ski area, a rec center, tennis complex, and various other common amenities that you have access to. So that's the huge draw. Obviously, the Nevada tax advantages most of your listeners are going to know about, but that's what draws all of the you know wealthy people to Incline Village. And when you look at the scale of what's going on, you know you have condominiums that may start at you know two or three hundred thousand, but the sky's the limit. You know they can go up to seventy-five, a hundred million, and the people that know the the Dave Duffields. Uh, the Larry Ellisons, the Mike Milkins, those people aren't stupid, right? They, there's a reason that they own here. Mm -hmm. And when you look at what they have at risk, you know, you and I and most of the world, if you're going to spend even one or two million dollars and you've got some guy that's, you know, we watched Dave Duffield build his house and he's, you know, they probably spent a couple hundred million dollars building that house. And they're right across the street from where we used to live. Huh. So, you know, it's a, it's an interesting market. Um, when you consider that, that you, you know, for the most part in the averages, you're buying way, way less than someone else would have at risk that really knows what they're doing, right? They have an infinite amount of money and they're smart people. So that's the reason that, you know, the North shore and incline village has been so popular is that when you go around the lake and compare everything, this is, you know, this is the diamond, right? This is, this is the really just, you know, grade A real estate because of the location, because of the access to Reno and Carson, um, you know, multiple ways in and out. And then you add the amenities to that. It's just a home run. Yeah. What a beautiful place. I enjoy going up to the Truckee Meadows from Reno. And often when I go to the Truckee Meadows to do snowshoeing or a little hiking, I always love to go to Incline Village. It's so close. It's so quaint. It feels like you're in another country many times because, oh, you just see different people and have great experiences, and, and then you can get home so fast, so quickly. Uh, it really makes Incline Village one of the best things about living in northern Nevada. And, you know, Trevor, when I think about Incline Village, believe it or not, I think about one of my favorite board games to play when I was a young man with my kids, with my family. Heck, if anybody wanted to play uh, Monopoly again, 
I would love to play Monopoly. Have you ever played Monopoly, Trevor? Oh my God, many, many, many hours. <laughs> so, with my so family and I have a big family. So. <laughs> all right. So let me tell you one of my favorite properties, Baltic Avenue. And yep. the, the reason I like Baltic Avenue is because it's close to Boardwalk, but it's one of the, if not the least expensive property on the board. So my question to you is this: Does Incline Village offer any kind of Baltic Avenue opportunities? Yes. In condominiums, which for a lot of people might be a little mind-bending because you you kind of look at the scale of the inventory, but there are definitely Baltic avenues. You know, you have little pockets of places, and they're not they're not far from the water. They're you yeah. know they're close. They're a block or two from the water, so uh-huh. you could potentially buy something that's you know in our market what's affordable would be two three hundred thousand, maybe something under a half a million. And yeah, those, they're they're great places. There's nothing wrong with them. Oh, you know, no. when you look at it, it's extremely low crime area. Um, you know, we talked about the amenities. Um, you know, I like the restaurants and the bars and, and the Raley's and then, you know, village market and all of those little, you know, we've got a lot of things to offer here that the people could really, you know, obviously the most famous, you know, eatery here, tease mesquite rotisserie. I don't, I don't know anyone that doesn't love that place. <laughs> yeah. You know, those, <laughs> it's a draw, right? I mean, and I have clients that will come from South Shore or Reno, and they always come and stop there because they love it, mm-hmm. right? And it's just a, it's been there. It's got some history. It's cheap, fast, and really, really good. So yeah. that's, you know, when you put all of those elements together, I wouldn't live anywhere else. Oh, I can see why. I love being at least close to Incline Village. We're going to talk more about that beautiful part of northern Nevada, super close to Reno, Nevada. My guest is Trevor Smith from Caldwell Banker Select. We'll be back after this. There is risk in owning investment real estate in your personal name. Sage International Incorporated, a local business, has been helping new and seasoned real estate investors with their real estate investment strategy by forming LLCs, series LLCs, and corporations for over 23 years to protect their real estate assets. Call 775-786-5515 for a free 30-minute consultation. That's 775-786-5515. Call Sage International. All Hours Air makes it their priority to assure your home or office provides warmth in the fall and winter months and cooling in spring and summer. All Hours Air repairs and services air conditioning, furnaces, and water heaters. All makes and models. All Hours Air is the highest rated heating and air repair in the Reno Sparks area with 24-hour emergency service day or night. When you're in need of an affordable and honest contractor for your home or business, choose All Hours Air for the best results every time. With evolving brands and materials, All Hours Air offers customers an excellent selection of products to make your home or work environment comfortable all hours air at 395 freeport boulevard suite 12 or call 376-9890 that's 376-9890 all hours air License number 77009 your nevada real estate questions with answers from peter padilla you're tuned into Nevada Real Estate Radio. One of my favorite guests to have on the radio show was not able to attend today. She's the lovely Sherry Hill, the wealth protection diva at Sage International. She's helping more and more real estate investors, it seems like, than ever today because they want to know what should they do, how should they handle, how should they title, how should they purchase their investment real estate. She's got some great ideas, and it doesn't matter what state you're buying your real estate in. Sherry Hill does the right kind of incorporations for real estate investments all across the country, every single state. If you want to have a free consultation with a top creative mentor and champion for small business and a master connector, that would be Sherry Hill. Give her a call, 800-254-5779. Tell her Peter sent you with me in the studio via telephone, calling in from Incline Village, Nevada, Trevor Smith with Coldwell Banker Select. Trevor, I hope you're enjoying being on the radio show with us today. Always a pleasure, Peter. Why don't you let people know a little bit about your Coldwell Banker Select office? We're actually one of the oldest Coldwell Banker franchise offices in really in northern Nevada or really Nevada in general. Been here forever. 
one of the largest northern Nevada operations when you look at the entire company. And then we're a bi-state owned uh, franchise with Century 21 and Coldwell Banker under the same ownership. So our office is, has just a lot of history to it. You know, we have some of the longest standing, you know, let's say famous in the industry um, agents, and including our team. We like to help people. This is a resort area, so we work at it seven days a week. We have great support. I wouldn't work anywhere else. If that tells you kind of, you know, how I came to this office, uh, my family is on the California side. I'm also a California broker, but there isn't a chance I would work anywhere else and in any other office. So I love it that much. Many people who buy property in Incline Village, they're probably still working from their home office in this case, right? Because a lot of second home sales there, I'd imagine. No doubt. One of our partners, which is First American Title, recently got their digital uh, notary services up and running. So we're now able to do most of this or really all the all the transaction digitally, which is really exciting. You know, we do a lot of walkthroughs. That's what we're doing right now. I mean, we're doing virtual showings and virtual tours for people, you know, on an iPhone or iPad. And, you know, believe it or not, there's still activity. There are people making offers. There's property selling. Our, our inventory is almost static at the moment. It'll be interesting to see. I think you've got some people waiting to you know, put things up for sale, but things are selling as fast as they're coming on the market. So we're still busy. Great news. One thing that never changes, and that's the beauty that is in and around Incline Village. And if you look at it, the you know you probably have about a third of the properties that are around here have the lakefronts. As you go up the hill, there's lots of lake views, some of them panoramic and, you know, some really outstanding properties as you head up the hill. You know, people have different priorities. Obviously, if you can afford a lakefront, then you do that and maybe have access to the lake directly. But that's where the amenities kick in and you still have access with the boat ramp and the beaches. And that's that's really important to people buying in our market. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's so many reasons that people would want to buy and live in around the incline area. I've always found that you know, you do become a lot like the people that you surround yourself with. I see a lot of successful people in and around Incline Village, a lot of affluence in and around Incline Village. I mean, who doesn't want affluence in their life? And really, it's it's more of a feeling than anything else. When you see so much beauty all around you and you see so much enjoyment happening, so many families, I mean, it's hard not to feel good when you go to Incline Village um, it's it really is a gem, not only in, in the state, but I think all across the country. It's, it's really nothing quite like it. We have basically the Internet business people or the, you know, uh, like the Mike Milkins. Those are the predominantly the, the people that are here right now yeah. as far as famous people um, or people that you would know. Mm. And, you know, it's interesting. Larry Ellison's relatively new on the scene, but just bought the Calneva in the middle of a uh, remodel or mm-hmm. whatever, redevelopment of that property right now. We're really excited about that. We think there's going to be just, it's going to be awesome when he's done with it because I think he's going to do it right. You know, we probably need a few more people like that, that, that invest in this area and continue to revamp and, and uh, redevelop what we have going here. That part of it's very, very exciting. It is exciting. I love all of the things that are going on in your neck of the woods it's a really beautiful place to be. I think there are great opportunities right now. And it's nice to know, too, that you do have a little bit of, quote, unquote, Baltic Avenue opportunities because, you know, the median home price here in Reno Sparks, Trevor, it is over $400,000. I think it's at $415,000, the latest number I saw for a typical three-bedroom, two-bath, two-car garage, stick-built home. And a lot of people look at the median home price in Reno Sparks area to determine whether they can buy, whether they can, you know, whatever they're going to do. When it comes to Incline Village, does the median home price there really have that much significant impact for real estate buyers and sellers? Well, it does in the, like, if you look at single family, it's probably for the last two years, it's over a million and a half. Um, But, and you know, but there, we have condominiums. We have a hundred different condominium complexes, and that number is probably more like half a million. Yeah. So if you're in the, if you're anywhere below that number, in, whether it's single family or condominium, the velocity is very high, right? These things are moving very quickly, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why you, we have low inventory. As as you get into that, you know, right now, when you look at the 
the makeup of our market, it, it's really a matter of options, right? You have very limited options when you're below that median number. So it, it's that's where you see the difference. Now, I don't know that that's necessarily true in Reno or, or Carson, but in Incline, if you're in a certain price range, if you're below that number, then you're going to have potentially three or four options that might work for you. So it's really, really limited inventory. Yes, yes. Regardless, if you really want to live in Incline Village, there are ways to make that happen. A lot of times, just like many things, Trevor, in life, you just have to get the wheels rolling, pick up a little momentum, get that flywheel effect. You might start out with the condominium in Incline Village, end up with beachfront property. You just never know. The way life works nowadays, you always have to keep your eye out for opportunity because you want to take advantage of it when it comes your way. Trevor Smith from Incline Village has been my guest. He's a realtor, top-notch in the luxury home business primarily. That's at Caldwell Banker Select. Trevor, I'm really glad you called and visited with us today. Do you have any final thoughts for our listeners? One last shot at opportunities in your area? Well, yeah, and I would look at it the way I do is that, you know, if you have the wherewithal to do it, now is a great time. You're going to see this is going to be, I can guarantee you, six months, a year, two years, three years from now, you're going to look back and say, wow, in in April of 2020, we should have bought something. Yes. Because I think, you know, there's just, you've got to take advantage of opportunity. And so, you know, don't let fear override that. All of the greatest real estate deals I've ever done for myself and my family has been when I've extended myself just a little bit and I took advantage of an opportunity. So you've got to just be positive. I mean, both of you and I are so optimistic all the time, so it's easy to get you know overwhelmed by that. But what I'm saying is, is don't let this temporary slowdown stop you from doing something that makes sense. Great advice. Thank you very much for that message to our listeners. Trevor, in case anybody wants to know, I'm going to put all of your contact information on our website, NevadaRealEstateRadio.com. We'll make it easy for people to find you. Thanks again, Trevor. Thank you. And to our listeners, thanks for tuning in as well. We will talk with you again on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Same time, same station. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. You've been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to peter at nevadarealestateradio.com.